0: This journey of I need to be fit, I need to look better, I need to be better, I need to be better than her. You know, not her in particular, but her as a as a whole. Um, it was really, really empty for me.
1: Diswinds Radio episode six hundred and three starts in three, two Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's episode of the show, you know, I've, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Uh, working with a running coach is 100% a want and not a need. That said, if you want to work with a running coach, I've got uh, a few openings available. I've got a, a few at the coterie level and, and a, a pretty decent chunk, four, five, six of them, something like that at the one-to-one level. So uh, if you're curious about kind of what a coach can do, uh, how it might help you, things like that, I would encourage you to head over to disruns.com slash coaching, which is my page that's just all about kind of my overview on coaching, my thoughts on coaching. Uh, you'll you'll see it said there again that uh, that working with a coach is a want and not a need. Um, but uh, you know, if you're interested in more information, things like that, it's all there at disruns.com/slash/coaching near the bottom. There are some links over to. The uh, individual levels to the coterie, to the one-to-one, so you can find out kind of what the differences are, uh, what the similarities are, price points, all that stuff is there. I'm not trying to hide anything, be sneaky, anything like that. It's all straightforward. Uh, Questions, concerns, comments, anything like that, let me know. Uh, Also, just want to let you know that I've recently redone the vault which is uh, a giant resource library for, uh, for the coaching clients that I have at the, at the Coterie and one-to-one levels. So uh, you know that, that's been upgraded as well. So I, I need to reflect that on the coaching page a little bit. I'll get to it eventually, but uh, Lord knows there's enough, enough other things going on that I uh, can't get to everything uh, always as quickly as I want to. But if you're looking towards fall races or maybe even already starting to shift your, your focus towards spring 2019 um, and you want some help getting there, let's talk. Let's talk. So uh, once again, disruns.com slash coaching. And now without any further ado, let's go ahead and dive in. To today's episode of the show. Hey guys, uh, today is going to be one of those shows where uh, I don't have that much of an idea of where we're going to go because I really don't know that much about today's guest. But as we all know, if you put a couple of runners together and ask them to basically start talking about running, um, the details of any any good conversation at that point tend to take care of themselves. And that's, uh, I think, what's gonna hopefully happen today. My guest today is a mom of four kids with a passion for running really far as often as possible. At least that's what her her Instagram profile says about herself. We'll see how, how that uh, plays out as we go. But I'm definitely looking forward to learning a little bit more today uh, about her. And so without any further ado, it's a pleasure to welcome Ms. Jessica Bagley to the show. Uh, thanks for joining us today, Jessica. Really appreciate you taking the time and, uh, and being here with us today.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Yeah, the, the pleasure is certainly mine. And, and guys, if you uh, are, are intrigued by anything we talk about, want to connect with Jessica and, and follow along with her on Instagram, um, the, the handle is at Jessica's dot ultra dot miles so jessica 's dot ultra dot miles and uh, as per usual we'll have that linked up in the show notes for this episode so you can uh navigate back there. If you're out on the go, don't have the uh, the opportunity to, to connect on Instagram right now. Uh, Dizruns.com slash 603 is the link that'll take you to the show notes for today's episode. And uh, we'll have Jessica's Instagram handle there and anything else we talk about today that makes sense. We'll have it all linked up in the show notes. So Jessica, without any uh, further ado, now that we've got that house cleaning and, and housekeeping or whatever I'm trying to say out of the way, we can get into the, the fun part of the, the chat. And uh, the way we start every episode on the show is with a, a very simple and straightforward question that uh for some folks it's it produces a pretty simple and straightforward answer and for some folks it's it's a little bit more difficult to to pick and choose which which way you want to go but it's just to simply ask what is your favorite distance to race and why
0: what is my favorite distance to race okay so i do not have a straightforward answer for that uh my answer is probably more complicated um so as a mama of four uh, i have very little time and um I actually am, you know, a single mom before I share custody of my kids. So I have a very irregular schedule. Um, I share time with their dad. So basically, it's very hard for me to book a race in advance. Um, so kind of my go-to for running and for distance running, I love racing, do not get me wrong, and I do race. Um, but my go-to is to give myself a personal distance goal. So this past time, um, my most recent was a goal of 50 miles. Okay. I wanted to run 50 miles. Um, basically, I guess my answer long story short would be my goal. My, my favorite distance to run is as far as I can run. Mm. Okay. Now up until this point, it's only been, um, 40 miles. Um, I attempted, I guess it was two weeks ago now. Um, I attempted to run 50 miles. Um, it fell on a day, Where I didn't have my kids, Um, it fell on a day where it was 94 degrees. (laughs) Mm, So that that, that doesn't end well, usually. No, I had this planned in advance, and um, and this was the day I was doing it. Like I can be, I can be stubborn, and so I said, like, you know, this is the day I'm doing it. Like weather aside, you know, I know there's like a million and one things that can go wrong when you're running a distance like that, basically unsupported. You know, I was doing Mm. it myself. Um, So you know, I went out there and I gave it 110%. And at the end of the day, I could only get 40 miles in. So, so far, my favorite distance to race is 40 miles because I loved every freaking second of it. It was amazing. (laughs) I had, I had such a fun time. Um, so my answer, long story short is as far as I can run. (laughs)
1: <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. That's that's uh, tends to be a theme with with folks once they get bit by the ultra bug. It's it's whatever whatever's long, whatever whatever I have, you know, as much as many miles as I can get in in the time allotted. Um, you know, is is uh, is a pretty common common theme it seems like. Uh, and I I haven't quite. I mean, I've I've dipped my toe into the ultra waters, but I haven't been uh, consumed by them yet. So, um, <laughs> but, but we'll see. You know, I guess once you once you start dipping your toes in, it, it's only maybe yeah, only a matter yeah. of time before you uh,
0: <laughs> going back to that pain case again yeah. and again and again <laughs>
1: exactly exactly so um with with the 40 miler though that that just happened not too long ago was it was it the heat that got to you or or, or you know if you say if if you enjoyed it what what yeah for lack of a better way of saying what, you know what? what caused you to, to to cut it short
0: it was it was concern over the heat mm-hmm. um because it, it just now i had actually i had planned pretty well for this okay so i used my my house as home base and i did it with a friend of mine i used my house as home base And, um, so we would come back, I had stuff stocked here at the house that I knew, I know personally, now I'm not a nutritionist, Mm -hmm. but I know personally what fuels me during really, really long runs. And it's not what works for everybody. So here at the house, I had gone the day before and put in the refrigerator, eight cheeseburgers from McDonald's. I had those (laughs) in my refrigerator, you know, I had, I had pickles out and I had probably consumed six pickles by the end of the, of the run. Um, so I was actually fueled really, really well for it. I feel i was actually hydrated really really well for it too um you know i've tried everyone out there as far as um hydration Mm -hmm. i love tailwind um so i do like tailwind that seems to be a favorite among ultra runners at least in the circles that i'm in that's Mm -hmm. kind of the go-to um i'm a gatorade girl i just like gatorade (laughs) I, i water it down halfway so basically i was just pumping myself full of as much as i could chug between each five miles. I would kind of mm-hmm. stop every five miles and you know use my makeshift aid station. I'm right. lucky enough to live right off of the trail. Um, it's called Elephant Swamp Trail in, in New Jersey here. And so I have the, um, the blessing to be able to just hop right back on that trail, hop right off when I need a drink, hop right back on. So thankfully, you know, I did carry water with me, but it was just so hot, it was nasty. You mm-hmm. don't want to drink water that's been sloshing no, around on your no. back. You don't have to. Um, so yeah, so actually hydration wise, I was really good. Um, fuel wise, I was really good. I was still able to eat. I didn't vomit, nothing like that. My feet were okay. Um, I think my biggest concern was that by, by the time that I stopped mid afternoon, it was just so, so hot. I was like mm-hmm. baking. I thought, you know what? Like, I feel like I might be like a step away from heat stroke. So let's cut it at 40. <laughs> let's, for, let's shoot for a fall 50. Mm-hmm. And that's my goal. You know, i I, I would love to run tunnel hill um, in the fall. Have you ever heard of that race?
1: I've heard of it. Yeah. I don't know all the details of it, but I, I've, I've never heard a bad thing about it from the folks that I've, I've spoken with about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, pretty easy to run pretty mm-hmm. straightforward race from what I understand. Um, so yeah, so I'm going to go for, there's the, you know, there's the 50 option. There's the hundred option. I'll be going for the 50 mile option and you know, see what happens. But I think that I would have a better shot definitely in cooler weather because my body wasn't failing me. Mm-hmm. It was just the, the heat was just ridiculous.
1: Well, yeah. And, and, uh, I mean, there's been like, you know, this will come out a couple of weeks after we're, we're, we're having the chat, but you know, everybody remembers that it wasn't too long ago that it was wicked hot and that's kind of right. You know, that, that heat wave that kind of went across the country. And so, so yeah, better to, uh, to err on the side of, of caution or just, you know, being, being safe instead of sorry and, and, and backing down. And, and, um, doesn't sound like there's, there's, uh, fr- from what you had to say that, uh, if the weather would have been good, you would have been fine. So yeah, if, you know, in the fall, cooler temperatures, um, you know, hopefully everything goes according to plan and, and uh, you'll be, you have smooth sailing on that day.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I, I, I'm optimistic about it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, how'd you get into the sport? how did you, how did you find your way into the, the running world that eventually led you into the, the ultra world, which is a whole nother world in and of itself. But how'd, how did you get started in, into, uh, our, our, the sport that we all know and love?
0: Right. Sure. So I was a runner, um, in high school. Um, I didn't run ridiculously long distance. I, I was an eight hundred runner for the mm-hmm. most part. Um, I did pretty well at it. Not I wasn't, you know, the best in the state, but I was up there. I was I went to states and, you know, gave it my best shot and, mm-hmm. and did well. Um so I was actually a soccer player though through high school. So anyway, I long story short, I played soccer for my whole life and I loved playing, but I was just burnt out by the time mm-hmm. college came along. I didn't want to play in college. So basically what I did was I went to school in Palm Beach, Florida. I spent 4 years on the beach and I loved every second of it. <laughs> I don't think I ran one time. I mean, you know, it was I lived it up. It was it was fun. Um I met some awesome friends. So, come back from college, um I ended up getting married and um pretty pretty quickly having kids. Um so I was young. I was 21 the first time I got pregnant. Mm. So you oh, um, one, two, three, four. My kids are about 18 months apart, except for the last, my last child. He was three years later. But, you know, had kids pretty close together. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was pregnant with my fourth child. I was going through some things, some personal things, you know, just personal life things, marriage things, stuff that a lot of people go through at one point or another. Um, and that was when I started running again. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was never uh, overweight, obese, anything like that. But I had this idea if I can run and get myself in as great of shape as possible, if I can make my body look like the girls that I see on Instagram, whose bodies are like <laughs> perfect, have six pack, you know, who have the, who have the back muscles, who have the quads, like then, then I'll be good. Like I'll, I'll be okay with myself then. So what I was basically doing is I'm like running to find this confidence. Okay. And, um, so I get to a certain point I was, I was lifting, I was running, I was probably not healthy about it um and i got to a certain point where my body was actually better than what i thought i could have gotten it to okay mm-hmm. like i had this pack abs i had everything i thought i always wanted why was i still so miserable like i had just finished my first marathon like that was the ultimate goal like why was i still so miserable and so you know at that point you need to really do some introspection and think you know where did i go wrong with this mm-hmm. this theory that the this is when i'm going to be happy and i think like a lot of You know, women in particular, men too, are on Instagram kind of for that inspiration. Like they call it um, Fitspo. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard before, where you see these images and you think like, okay, this is going to motivate me. Like I need to not eat that thing today so that I can look like that eventually. Um, So yeah, I guess long story short, this journey of I need to be fit. I need to look better. I need to be better. I need to be better than her, you know, not Mm -hmm. her in particular, but her as a a whole. um, It was really, really empty for me. Um and so that <laughs> that realization caused me to do some further digging. Um and so now now when I run, rather than running to find my confidence, to find the best version of me, I think I run out of confidence now. Like I'm running from a place of confidence because um mm-hmm. uh, I've gained thirty pounds back um since I went through a divorce, I've gained thirty pounds back. And no, to look at me like I'm not obese, I'm not by, in any means obese but I don't have my abs anymore. And guess what? Like, I don't feel any less womanly, any less like, um, fit. I mean, I'm running further than I ever ran in my life further than I could run. My, my body's more capable now than it was before. And even after having four children, it's more capable, you know? So it's just that idea of like, it be the, your fitness journey. There is no destination. Okay. It's not, you know, you, you're never going to feel like satisfied by having abs or whatever, whatever it is you worked for. Mm-hmm. There's always gonna be more, one further step you could take. Um, so now, so now when I run, I used to run for time. I used to be real big on like, okay, I need to get that sub four marathon, you know, did that, check that off my list. Of course, my next step would have probably been Boston. Mm-hmm. And that is some people's and I love it. And like Susie, like the sub three, the right. sub three marathon, you know, that's some people's dream and I love it. And that's, and that's their dream in a healthy way. For me, that never would have been healthy. Mm -hmm. You know, I have enough pressure in my life. I have enough like responsibility in my life that running for me needs to be fun. It needs to be my release of total relaxation, totally no pressure. Go out there, run as far as you can run, have fun with it, run at your own pace, enjoy yourself. If it takes you 16 hours to run a 50 miler, okay, it took you 16 hours. It's okay. Um, so that's kind of my 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 whole perspective on running now, going from basically zero three years ago I couldn't run a half mile to now you know I have my eye on fifty and I just mm-hmm. completed forty a few weeks ago, so that's kind of where from start to finish I am at this point
1: gotcha and and um you you mentioned the the kind of the the change in in your body a little bit in the last uh not not too long but where you know Gaining a little bit of weight back, not having the abs anymore. And that's something that I've noticed on your Instagram feed in the last, the last few weeks, there's been, there's been a, a decent number of, of kind of compare, you know, throwback Thursday shots or whatever it is, um, where, you mm-hmm. know, this is where you were not too long ago. This is where you are now, you, you know, insane, feeling happier, healthier, stronger, you know, like you said, faster, fitter, the, 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 the running is, is, you know, better than it's ever been. Um, was it difficult to, to, Put those those side by side shots out there, knowing that you know, like you said, I mean, so many people are looking for the 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 I want to aspire to be this you know this uh-huh. this thin this this jacked this muscle tone whatever whatever each person's goals are, and you're kind of showing I was I was there where a lot of people want, <laughs> wanted to be, and now I've kind of I don't want to say let things go because that's definitely not what's happened, but you've you you, you right. you're not as strict as diligent as as type A about it and by God, you're happier for it. It, Was it difficult to put those, those type of photos out there?
0: Okay. The first one was the first time I ever did it because I always did the reverse. Mm -hmm. I always did like, look where I was and now look where I am. You know, that's like the sort of, um, I don't want to say braggy, but yeah, a a lot of people do it and it's, you know, you're proud of your work And, and sure you should be proud of your work. But when I put this one out there after the first one, I got so many, um, well, you know, comments on the post, but you know, bigger than that, like conversations just started with women, um, you know, messages or whatever, Where they're just, it seemed like they were so relieved. They're like, I've been following you for a while. You know, I've seen you be pregnant. I've seen you with the abs, you know, and now to see you like this and you're still good, you're still happy. You're not disappointed in yourself. They're like, maybe I don't, maybe I don't have to be like that. Maybe I don't have to have the abs. Like, maybe I'm going after the wrong thing here. And I think, Yeah, for a lot of people, that is the wrong thing. Now, now don't get me wrong. I I follow women that are um, into fitness and into bikini, whatever, bikini competition. Hey, if that's your sport, go after it 100%. And and I'm not saying everyone who wants abs or has abs is off target. I think a lot of women, you will not have abs unless you try so hard, deprive your body so much. Um, And it takes so much energy, so much time. For me, not worth it. You know, it's just not it wasn't worth the sacrifice I had to give to it, the mental sacrifice. Like I'm more suited now. My kids need me like, you know, right. they're going through a transition time in their life. My kids need my attention. They need they need me to not be worrying about so much about my running and my, you know, whatever, but to be worried about them. And and so that's the goal there. Um. So, yes, it was a little bit hard to do the first side by side. But once I saw it, it was almost like a collective sigh of relief from women saying like, OK. You look great still. Like mm-hmm. we're still we, we we're not disappointed in you and like you know, just kind of they I think they just that's the word. Like they felt relief from it. So, um so yeah, I'm I'm now happy to share and I and I do get a big response from people when I post those things because I think they really connect with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I I think that just in general, where you are now is 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 probably a lot more attainable because you know you don't have to freak out if you have a glass of wine or if if there's a a piece of cake or something like that like you can just enjoy it and and move on as opposed to i'm imagining before it was like like you said something you always had to think about mental stress of like well if i eat this how what what does that mean that i'm gonna have to then do to burn it off and 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 live in life in that type of thing is is not sustainable over time
0: no and it's not fun (laughs)
1: right yeah i would imagine i would imagine so
0: so yeah yeah i think i think you're right on that
1: with with you know with what we were just talking about of, of posting about it um, and and being a little bit nervous the first time when, when you were you know kind of g- taking a, another step even farther back um, when you started to kind of have the, the change of heart and maybe this happened after the the, the final pregnancy I can, I'm not sure if, if my timeline is quite right or not but um, when you made the decision to not be as diligent and to not be as worried about having the ripped abs and the, the perfectly toned arms and all, all of that, 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 that you were worried about as much before. Was that a decision that took you a long time to get to, to be comfortable with? Was it something that you, you yourself were nervous for? Like, not for what other people would think, but just for, for kind of a al- lot, again, lack of a way of saying it, for allowing yourself to, to change in that way.
0: hmm Yeah. Well, I think, um, actually to be, to be, to be really, really honest with you, I think, um, I didn't do it on purpose. Mm. Uh, I, I actually stayed really fit through my pregnancy. Um, and when I was finished my pregnancy, I basically, I basically still had abs as soon as I had the baby. Like I, I was very regimented, not withholding of myself during pregnancy, but still very regimented um, with my training, with my my strength training, my lifting. I was still very diligent with that. Um, and then, you know, as I transitioned, I moved into my own house in in April here. So when I transitioned, um, you know, I don't have my weight set now, uh, and I don't have the time that I used to have to run and to dedicate to it. And I'm actually, I've, I've realized like, I'm okay with that. Like when I, I, I run when I can, you know, when my kids are with their dad or I run around the backyard while they're playing outside mm-hmm. and I get my miles in that way um but yeah it's just it my lifestyle is different now it's not i i can't keep the same pace i was keeping before and that's okay you know i'm i'm realizing like at first i stressed and now i said you know what like this is where i am right now and i'm fine with that and this is what my body looks like and i carried four kids so yeah i'm really fine with this <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah definitely and and i've i've heard it said you know you mentioned the 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 stress word there um i've heard it said and I, I'm starting to believe it more and more uh, every time I, I think about it a little bit more that, you know, like we, we always talk about good stress versus bad stress and, and, and you know, some stresses are okay, blah, 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 blah. But to your body, like stress is stress. So if you were stressed out about diet and stressed out about working out and stressed out about all of those types of things, that just makes everything else more difficult. It, it puts more strain on your body so that when you're out there doing your workouts, like there's a better chance of injury or burnout or, or things like that, that, that now, as you've kind of said a couple times, it almost feels like like you just can breathe, you you relax, and and it's just you know going to make everything else that much better, that much easier, that much much more enjoyable for you.
0: Yeah, and it's not a failure. You know, I had a 50k planned for March, and I actually had a sponsor for it, and you know they paid for my race, and and on that day, like I was going through stuff, and I just did not show up, mm. <laughs> and so I had to like let myself be like okay it's all right that you didn't race. Like, you know, you have to prioritize. You have to realize, like, in life, like, there are things that, that come first at times. And, you know, we go through different life transitions. And if you're not running as much as you were this time last year, it is okay. You know, you know, you evaluate yourself. And it's not that you let yourself slide, but you allow things to take priority in the way that they need to take priority. And I think that takes some wisdom and that takes definitely some sacrifice, too, in a lot of areas. But it happens. It happens to everybody. Different, different times of your life, different things, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. How, did, how did you get uh you know kind of shifting shifting back a little bit more to the running side of things what was the uh desire to start running the longer distance was that was that always something or when you got back into running um a few years ago um was it just to push to see how far you could go or, or what what spurred you to go into you know from marathon to 50k to to now working mm-hmm. towards the 50 miler?
0: Yeah. So after I ran my, I ran my first half marathon when I was pregnant with my, with my fourth child. Um, I think I was around 20 weeks and I said to myself then like, you know, that's as far as I'm going to go. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't need to prove, I mean, I think there's that fear element where you're saying like, this is, that's as far as I need to go. I don't need to do the marathon. That's for like the crazy people, (laughs) the people that are really, really into it. Um, so then after I had the baby, it was, I think it was maybe six months after I, you know, I, I did my own personal, like I just went out and ran 26 miles one day Mm -hmm. because, I wanted to do it, I wanted to know that I could do it, and that's what it's always been about for me. Very um, I'm not the best, and I think most people that are you know probably listening to this or following me on Instagram or whatever it is, they're not the best, they're not elite. You know let's be honest, We're, mm. most of us are just we, we have a passion for running, We love to run. It does something for us. So you know, going into the whole racing thing, I do like to race, but I'm actually equally satisfied with just going out there and knowing I have a distance I need to attain and mentally saying, okay, this is your moment. This is your race that you're in right now. So I went out and did the 26.2. It was tough. It was my first one. And, you know, it was, I was probably not properly trained, but um, as I've learned recently, uh, proper training is variable for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've, you know, for my ultra, after I did my 26.2, I knew I wanted to go ultra. I knew that I wanted to push myself to that next level because now that I saw I could do twenty six two, I'm like, well, geez, how much harder would it be to push through for five more miles? Mm-hmm. As it turns out it is a lot harder. It is, yes. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> as it turns out. But um but you know, I thought like, okay, so that'll be my next goal. So I signed up for the IC eight trail run, which is my first ultra marathon. Um that was in February of this year. And basically it, it was, I think it was February 3rd. It was freezing. It mm. was, it was 10 degrees at start. I don't think it got past 19 degrees that day. So it, it had its own challenges. You know, I've run these like super long distances in both, in both right, elements, right. like I got extreme heat element. And then I got the extreme cold element where our first eight mile loop on the IC8, I did not, I, I literally could not feel my feet. Like I thought like I was running with a friend of mine that I actually met on Instagram. And I said to her, D like, are, am I going to get frostbite? Like, do you, do you think I'm actually going to get frostbite? Should I stop? And, you know, she's like, Jessica, you just keep running. And we did. And my feet warmed up and I, you know, it was fine. Granted, my water was frozen to my back, but mm-hmm. like, you know, other than that, it was fine. So, you know, I had my, I got that first ultra experience. And after I ran, I think I did 34 miles, 32, 34, something like that. No, I think I did 34 officially or 32 officially, but I ran two extra miles because I got lost on the trail. So, hmm you know, on the books is 32. (laughs) Right. right. So, so after that, um, I knew, all right, I'm, I'm probably going to be going for a 50, whether it's going to be on my own terms and my own sort of race, or whether it's going to be an official race, you know, we'll see. So now I'm kind of in the middle, I'm in the middle of a training cycle. I really didn't train for my 40 miler. I'll be honest with you, like just with everything going on with life, with my Mm -hmm. kids, with the busyness, I had a decent base build up, but there was no regimented training sc- cycle like I did for my, my first ultra, my first ultra, I gave it everything I had in training. Um, I PR my marathon. I, you know, I, I th- threw 110% of my energy at it. Um, but for this one, yeah, for the 40 miler is probably a little slower than my first ultra, <laughs> <laughs> which is okay. You know, which is okay. Exactly. So, um, but now uh, going on even past the even past Tunnel Hill, you know. Hopefully in November, um, I actually have my sights on planning an ultra for right here in my area in South Jersey. I want to. We we don't have a lot here right in South Jersey as far as ultra distance goes. There is one down the shore, I believe, in November also. Um, but right here in my area for the spring, I, I'm kind of I'm working with somebody to to kind of get something together where we can maybe you know, put on an event where it would be a great first ultra, first 50K for somebody to um, to try out. So, so that's kind of my next like venture other than my 50 is like, you know, I want to, I want to help put one on. Like I want to get people excited about it the way I'm excited about it. Because I think people have that idea like, oh, I could never ultra, mm-hmm. you know, I could never, like I ran a marathon, even if they ran a marathon. Yeah, but that ultra stuff's not for me. Well, you know, r- it really, really very easily could be, even if you need to walk some of it, like right. the satisfaction you get when you hit that, you know, fifty K is like, wow, I'm a lot stronger than I thought I was. And if you're capable I'll be honest, if you're capable of running a half marathon, I believe you could run definitely I believe you could run an ultra. So that's my two cents on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I think from from my experience and, and and curious to get yours as well. Um the I think for me the the, the big tipping point was recognizing that you know you you had, you run an ultra a bit different than you run a marathon, just like you run a marathon a bit different than you run a half marathon, which you run ha- different than Absolutely. you run a 10K. Like like when you know that, that the race is going to be longer, like, you know, you slow your pace down. Like you said, maybe you, you not only maybe do you walk a little bit, I, I mean, I, just about every ultra runner I know, unless there, there really are the elite of the elite winning the darn things, like they're going, they know they're going to walk some. Um, absolutely you yeah know, you, you you stop at an aid station and it's not grab a, a cup of water on a flyby it's like stop and <laughs>
0: You're three or four or five minutes
1: later station. like that's like a five minute aid station stop is kind of a quick aid station stop sometimes and, <laughs> uh, you know so it's just such a different mindset of oh, I'm, a, I'm a road runner I'm a road marathoner I could never do I was there t- I, for the longest time oh, I'll never 26.2 is far enough and now it's like mm-hmm. 26.2 is far enough on the roads but Put me out on the trails and I, you know, I'm not willing to dabble into the 50 mile territory just yet, but I'll, I'll, you know, I've got another 50 K on the books for, uh, for actually for January. So like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm going to be back at it. Like it's, it's a, it's a fun challenge and it's a different challenge. It's just a different race altogether. So yeah, those that are saying I could never do it, don't, don't sell yourself too short. You could, if you wanted to, but that's the key I think is, is wanting to do it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And, and not everybody wants to. And mm-hmm. that's totally, you know, that's totally fine too. Like people are like, how do you, how do you run? How do you do? Even like if they saw that I ran 10 miles, how could you do that? I could never. I'm like, it's really not that far. I mean, you take, you take a couple hours. You could, even with walking breaks, mm-hmm. you could do it too. Guaranteed. It's just that the people think like they see the number and they think it's bigger than it is, but it's doable. You break it down into chunks. It's small pieces. You know, you have these aid stations where you do stop, you get your spirits lifted, you get, my favorite thing is pierogies at aid stations. At my <laughs> ICA, it was the best. Like we're freezing, and they give us these warm pierogies, and like we're shoving them in our pockets mm-hmm. so we could have some later on the trip. It's just a different. It's such a different feeling uh, compared to a road race. The high pressure. The you know every second counts. And I mean, for the elites and ultra, sure it does. But for someone like me. Yeah, every second's not
1: counting. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, so, and, and if you don't want to talk about this too much, we we can we can move on. But I, you know, you, you can't bring up. I'm thinking about starting a, a an ultra, and at least not have me, at least not expect that I'm going to a- ask at least one follow up question on that. Um, but like I said, if if it's details are still so sketchy that there's nothing to to cover there, just let me know and we'll move on. But what, what what's the? I mean, like I think it, for me, like the idea of directing a race, like yeah, that sounds fun. But like I, ha- you know. In a moment, a moment of honesty, I have no desire to actually go through it and, and put it all together and logistics and planning and permits if necessary and yada, yada, yada. I mean, all the things oh, yeah. would, that I don't think most runners think about when it comes, and I'm guilty too, don't think about it when it comes to putting a race together and having to take care of. So what was, I mean, this is going to be a big undertaking if it, if it all goes to plan and this comes to fruition. What's, what's the drive for you to put, you know, to help put this race together for the first time?
0: So I was contacted by a race director. Um, he has an organization. It's called Neo Burns, And they're down in Tampa. They put on every weekend. It seems like they have some kind of a race going on. They've gained some popularity, some momentum. They've gotten some funding. And he, you know, he's the kind of guy where he just, he contacted me and he said, I, um, he's, he's, first of all, let me give you a backstory. He has actually, um, sponsored me for races in the past. Mm -hmm. So we've kind of worked together in that capacity. I've done a similar interview like this with him and, and for his organization. And, you know, he just has an interest in ultra running and they've never put on an ultra before. So he's looking for somebody with the experience behind it, knowing what the runners want, what the runners need. Um, so he'll kind of be the director. And then I would come in there and say, um, "Here, this is my territory, South Jersey. These are my runner people. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends here. I have friends on social media that I'm hoping will make the drive if they're, you know, sort of in the area, if they've been they're wanting to do their first ultra. I have, a, I can't tell you where it is yet, but I have a, I have a trail picked out that like, I just think it would be perfect. It's, you know, it's a straight trail. Um, it's an abandoned Uh, well, I guess not really abandoned, but it's no longer in use. It used to be a railroad track. Mm. So, you know, you get that straight shot. It's beautiful, beautiful foliage on both sides. In spring, it's going to be absolutely gorgeous. And um, it's basically a 10-mile out and back. So what I would do is have the 50K runners out and back three times, have an aid station set up on either side. So, Mm. you know, at the start, so basically every five miles, they would have an aid station available if they wanted it just a great first experience, first delve into, into ultra. And, you know, I, I mean, I'd be there that, it's, yeah. <laughs> to encourage and to, you know, if I knew them, whatever, um, and to support. And I mean, I think everybody should try it. That's if you're, if you're a marathoner, if you're a half marathoner, come out for a fun day. I mean, that's the way I look at it, but more details coming on that. It's not until April of this year coming up. So we will see.
1: All right. All right. Well, uh, definitely, uh, looking forward to, to staying in touch and seeing how that goes. And, and, uh, if there's anything we can do once it's, once there's official announcements, let me know and we'll, we'll pass the word along to, to the, try to get the people to come, uh, get the
0: people together. Yeah,
1: definitely. Definitely. That sounds awesome. Um, so, so, touching back on something you've mentioned a couple times, uh, that, that I've done it a couple times as well. Um, I call it the shits and giggles races where it's, it's just you putting your own race on. So I've done a few shits and giggles marathons where, you know, kind of like, like what you did for your first, first time, where it was just like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to run 26.2 and there's no start line. There's no, uh, metal at the end. You know, there's, there's whatever aid station I set up in the garage or in the back of the car, if I'm on the trail head or whatever it is and go out and do it. Um, and then of course i have done, you know, proper organized races. And, and, and um, I, would be curious to, to know from you and your perspective with, with doing a few of, of both options, do, do you have, I don't know if a preference is the right word, but, but you know, do you, do you attack them differently? Cause I feel like I do, um, when I'm doing a, a shits and giggles race, it's, it's, it's a lot more casual because it's just me probably. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what's, what's the difference in, in your mind between them? Do you have a preference one way or the other kind of, we'll start down that route and see if it takes us anywhere.
0: Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're, if you're going official wise, um, I think you're always going to be faster. I mean, personally for me, I'm always faster in an official race because I have that motivation. I have the other runners next to me. I have people at the start and finish line pumped up, you know, kind of keeping you going and you get that adrenaline going. So I would say biggest difference for me would be, I'm going to push myself Mm -hmm. when I'm in an official race. I'm, you know, I'm hundred miles an hour, as fast as I can go. Whereas if I'm doing it for myself, I probably am doing it for myself because I'm working through something, um, like within myself, I have something to prove to myself. I, you know, I'm working through some kind of an emotion or something like that. So, um, I consider the, you know, shits and giggles races to be more of my therapy races. <laughs> it's probably more accurate what I would call them. Um, and then, you know, the, the road races or whatever the official races, um, that's a lot more pressure. (laughs) I always feel that, that element of pressure. My first now for my first ultra, I, um, I met a girl. Um, her name is D I met her on Instagram. Actually, we were pregnant at the same time. We were both marathoners. We both, you know, were interested in dipping our toe into the ultra pool, but we were hesitant and weren't really quite sure. And she said, Jessica, I found this race near me. She lives in Washington, DC. So about two and a half, three hours from me. She said, Jessica, I found this race in um, in Virginia. She said, I want you to run it for me. I want you to train with me. We'll get on the same training plan. So we trained together for it. And um, that is one thing I feel about official races is you put in that training time. You take training a lot more seriously mm. than I, I do anyway, than I do for a – you know, a therapy run, like a, let's gut it out. Let's run 40 miles and just prove to ourselves that we can do it and work through that pain cave. And if we, if it gets to the point where it's too much, okay, it, it got to be too much and we call it a day. Um, but yeah, I think for me, like I, I properly train for my official races. I, you know, I have my outfit planned. I know I, I have my flat Jessica laid out mm-hmm. the night before. I know what I'm wearing, you know, and, and for the, uh, for the unofficial races. Yeah. Just for fun, just to, to work through whatever it is going on in my head.
1: <laughs> do, do you have a preference of one or the other? Or are they or it kind of sounds like they both have a have a, a time and purpose. a place. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They serve their purpose, both of them do. I would never say I didn't love to race because I do. But at the same time, there's really something special about those memories I have of those, you know, solo just working out whatever it is on my own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And, and, um, I, I almost wonder if it's, if it's kind of, um, a personality thing. Cause I feel like I've, I've suggested the idea of the, the long run, you know, the long solo run of doing a certain distance or whatever, you know, we call it shits and giggles. If you want to, you can call it whatever you want. Um, with some of my, the, the athletes that I coach and I feel like some of them are like all about like, yeah, let's, let's try it. Let's give it a shot. And some of them are very much like, nope, if it's not an official race, even if I'm not racing it, you know, like I don't have to race hard every race, but if it's not an official race, like I, you know, there is a line that I will not cross as far as a a certain distance or effort or time or whatever. Um, And I, I don't know. I mean, like it, do you think that maybe there, there could be kind of that, that type A thing of like, if it's not a race, it's not for me. Versus if you, you, you sound like you're kind of like me a bit more laid back where like, yeah, like let's just go out and, and chill and hit the trail for six hours and see what happens. And, and, and that'll be, you know, whatever happens That's, is great. Sounds like
0: a dream. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, it, it, I don't know if I'm, if I'm grasping at straws or not, or if, if, if maybe you would agree that there might be something there with just personality type to, to go those two different routes.
0: Yes. The feedback that I get from people sometimes I, I have this one lady who she's always like, But is it an official race? <laughs> but is it but is it actually a race that you're running? And I'm like well, I mean, I'm I'm like running the distance and I'm I'm doing the thing, you know, and and she's like, oh, okay, so it's not really it's not really a race then. And I'm like, well, I mean, maybe not. I don't know, maybe not. You know, so I do think there's like a type A thing, and I think there's there's there. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to say this in a mean way. But there may be a certain level of snobbery there. I'm not really sure, but you know, I think I think for me, I have, oh, I have one of my great friends. She just had a baby, and she she just completed her first marathon. She went from like not running at all over the past few years to now, she, she just completed the marathon. She ran it on the beach in Sea Isle City. Her name's Lydia. And that, was that a race? Like, was that her first marathon? Heck yes. Like, that girl ran that in, you know, it was a 90-degree day <laughs> through sand and everything right. else. Like, yeah, she's a marathoner for sure. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I think I think it's probably a personality thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. and And, and maybe you know just to kind of continue the thought and this is me completely just spitballing but maybe it's just also of of uh like because races are so prevalent in most places like if somebody wants to to run a distance like they can find a you know it's not too hard to find a race you throw sure. a stone in most days and in, in most areas and, and and you have your choice of races so it's like well yeah I'll just sign up for it that way I can get the medal at the end and I can you know I, I don't have to worry about taking care of my own hydration needs and fuel needs because the race usually provides those things versus you do it yourself. And, and again, you're going back to the logistics. There's a, a few more things you have to plan for, but you can also schedule it around when you want to do it, where you want to do it like that. So, you know, to each, to you each their own, up I guess. Is how it ends yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> definitely. Yeah. To each their own.
1: Good deal. Good deal. So, um, I mean, a, a whole host of other things that I've kind of got on my mind, but at some point we're going to need to start to slowly ramp this thing down. So, uh, as, as we're getting, close to that point uh you've mentioned the kids a couple times and, and how you've got you've got four kids that are all still at the of the age where you can't just turn them all loose on their own for for a day and go out to, to run um and 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 having you know the the change in life with with the the separation the divorce and and going back and forth between between yourself and, and their dad um how do you, how do you, you know and again maybe this is a terrible question to ask i've asked this to a few people and it's it's always just kind of you know you kind of see how it goes but um, how do you how do you balance that to still find the time to train because I mean a lot all of us at some level or another have you know demands and pulling all different directions and whether it's kids whether it's work whether it's it's whatever it might be um whenever I talk to somebody that I just can't imagine how they can make it happen in their life I always just uh, am curious to to know how you how you figure out a, a way to to get all those things in in the same number of hours that I have where i can't seem to find the time to do it sometimes. So, um, no, I hear you. How how do you make it work?
0: Yeah. Um, I think, I think you have to, the, the number one thing that I remind myself is, you know, you can, you can do a lot, but you can't do everything well. And I'm one of those people that wants to try everything. I want to, I want to do it all. Like I want to experience it all. I want to, I want to see everywhere, but you like, okay. So you say you're planning a trip to Europe. Like, you can't go overseas to Europe and say, I want to see everything and see it all really, really well. Like you're going you're gonna to hit up France and maybe see the Eiffel tower, but miss the amazing cheese shop, you know, one block away. So I guess what I'm trying to say is um, I have a lot I want to do. I have a lot on my plate. I work full time. I have the kids. Um, I pick one or two things that I know are my, my absolute priorities. Of course, my children. Um, and then after that, my relationships and my family. Um, and somewhere in the mix there you ha- it has to be yourself you you have you have to take care of yourself in the mix of all of that and i know for me taking care of me means having a healthy body um having a refreshed mind so how do i fit it in how do i prioritize it my, it's it's definitely up there on my priority list i don't i don't keep myself off of my priority list um i make sure when the kids are at their dads i take full advantage of that time if you have a lot of kids and you have a job and you have a house you need to take care of and you have bills you need to pay and you want to be a runner too, especially a distance runner where it requires a lot of time out on the trails. You can't sit around and watch TV. Like that right. sounds like, like like, like maybe sounds cocky and arrogant. I love t- I love Netflix as much as the next person, but I can't let myself sit down and get sucked into my couch and never come off. Cause then my goals are out the window. Mm-hmm. Um, like now of course, there's a time and a place for relaxing and watching movies on Netflix, which I fully enjoy. In their time and place, but you know, if it's a day when my kids aren't home, and like like today, which is which is why I signed up to do the podcast on this day, um, it was because I didn't have work today. So today's my day off. I have things I need to get done. I have things on my priority list. I really could sit down and put a Netflix marathon on, but there's too much I want out of life. (laughs) It's there's just there's just too too many things to do. Too many people that I want to connect with, and so yes, priorities are are huge for me. I I try to prioritize my time, um, the things that I do and, and, and that's basically how I fit it in.
1: Yeah. And that's, it's, it's one of those things that I feel like it sounds really, really easy, but at the Mm -hmm. same time is, is I'm going to assume there's, there's times when it is easy, but there's also times when it's, when it's a struggle and you do end up getting sucked into whatever on on the tv or scrolling through facebook or whatever it is exactly (laughs) um when you you have one of those those times where you kind of prioritize the long-term goals for the short-term mindless whatever um Mm -hmm. do you are are you good at cutting yourself some slack or do you tend to beat yourself up a little bit for it
0: i i think in the past my history is i i want to do everything really really well i want to do it i want to I, I hate to use this word, but like perfectionism mm. That's so cliche. Perfectionism is my struggle. I, I don't want to disappoint anybody ever. I mean, ask anybody that knows me, like, do I disappoint them? Of course I do. Cause I'm human, Right. but it kills me. It kills me. And like, I'm on that list of people that like, I don't want to disappoint. <laughs> so the thing that I really love about ultra running is that I don't put pressure on myself to be the fastest. When I was, even when I was like clocking all my times and, you know, training for marathon and everything like that, like, I put so much pressure on myself. I remember like one time thinking like, I got to freaking pick up my pace here. I'm like, I'm going to put this on Instagram. Like what are people going to think? And that's when you got to check yourself Mm -hmm. and be like, Whoa, (laughs) you know, I mean, I think there's competition is, um, for some people, a really healthy thing. It can be a good thing for me. It's just, I've just learned it's not, I mean, I, I, I compete against myself now. And I've also heard, this is one other thing I wanted to touch on. Like, I've heard that thing, like, be better than yesterday. Your only competition is yourself. And that kind of bothers me mm-hmm. because there are some times when I'm not better than I was yesterday. Am I going to beat myself up over that? Like, I can't, you know, you don't get stuck in that place. But at the same time, like, look at my, for, for example, the abs thing, like I, like yesterday, the hypothetical yesterday, this time last year, I was rocking my two piece and pretty good, you know, showing off my abs this year. I'm like, well, shoot, I guess I'm going to wear my two piece, but I definitely don't have the abs for it. Mm -hmm. So you know, there's that, like, am I better than yesterday? You know, in that, in that regard, no, I'm not. So I can't beat myself up over, you know, maybe I'm not where I was yesterday, but I'm the kind of person that is so competitive in that way. If I dip my foot into that pool of competition, even with, you know, just body or whatever, but a body image, whatever it is, I can't get out of it very easily. So I need to set boundaries with myself, which is why ultra running for me is so great. So laid back. You know, I can hit that 50 miles. No one's going to be like, well, I mean, for, to ask me, what was your time for the 50 miles? Right. Nobody's going to ask. We're going to be like, you ran freaking 50 miles. That's amazing. And that's how I feel about people. When I hear they're an ultra runner, I'm like, wow, you ran a 50. I'm really impressed. I don't care if you walked half of it. You ran a 50. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my thought.
1: Yeah no I, I I love it and I I think that that's um always something that uh maybe it's human nature maybe it's 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 human condition whatever you want to call it but um I feel like for me I'm really good at giving grace to others uh you know mm-hmm. whether it's it's athletes I'm coaching whether it's it's friends that are runners whether it's my my wife or my daughter or whatever my dog but when it comes to giving grace to myself for screwing something up, it's like, God, I'll beat myself up for it for days. So I think it's, yep. a, it's a good thing to remember that like, you know, that the, the goal might be to beat yesterday, but there's going to be days that you don't. And that's just part of, that's part of, of being a human. And you can, absolutely right. if you beat yourself up for it too much, then you're going to, you're going to lose today as well. And, and it, mm-hmm. you know, that's, it, it starts to cycle the wrong direction. So I think that was, that was great that that you mentioned that. Thank you.
0: Yeah, Absolutely.
1: So, Jessica, as we're we're officially wrapping up now, the the one final question that that I'm going to ask, I I kind of have made this a habit of, I say recently, but it's probably been a year and a half that I've been doing this now, so it's maybe not quite so recent anymore, but uh, asking a philosophical question at the end, which is very much like the introductory question at the beginning, something short and sweet, fairly simple question, uh, and just letting you turn loose. And it could be a couple words, could be you know, a couple of sentences, could be a couple of minutes, could be 10 or 15 minutes, whatever, whatever works for you as far as answering the question. Um, but I'm just going to throw it out there and let you take it. And that's kind of how we'll we'll wrap up for today. Um, and, and I'm going to ask a real simple one that I think is, 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 uh, at least, you know, it's four words simple. So it's a real simple question, but again, kind of a, can be a, a bit of a tricky answer and it's just to simply ask it at this point in your life with where you are today with the kids and the the goals and, and the things that you have as far as running goes and and just where your life is right now wh- why do you make running or well just simple real simple why do you run why do why is running a part of your life at this point um and probably going to continue to be for for the foreseeable future
0: I like the like when I when you said that when you asked that question I kind of just got like a picture in my mind and it's like this like far away target that I'm kind of just moving towards. Okay. So it's like this far away, like even I'm looking at my wall right now and it's like, you see this like dart at the wall and it's like, I'm attached to it by a string and it's kind of moving me forward. Like I keep drawing in every time I go on a run, it like draws me into that target, draws me into that target. I think it's just a way to keep focused for me. It's Mm -hmm. like, I have, I have a goal. I have my 50 mile goal and I'm working towards it. And all of these things are going on around me. And you know, it's not that I don't, enjoy those things. Cause I do love, you know, all of these parts of my life, but it's just this thing that keeps me, it keeps me focused. It keeps me with a goal in mind. It keeps me moving forward. So I think for me, it's, it's just having a goal. It's chasing a goal and it's not putting the pressure on me. And there's no, there's no time limit on my goal, but I'm working towards it and I'm getting there. And I think to see that progress is really encouraging for me. Hmm.
1: Perfect. Perfect. I love it. And I know that there's a lot of folks listening that have very similar reasons behind it. So that's, that's one of the reasons I love asking mm-hmm. that kind of question is because something that most of us, no matter what the answer is, most of us can tend to relate to it as well. So, um, great way to wrap yeah. things up once again, guys on the Instagrams at Jessica's dot ultra dot miles. Uh, and we'll have that linked up as always, and anything else, some of the other things we talked about, the races and things like that, um, disruns.com slash six zero three. If you want to reference the show notes for anything we talked about today, it will all be linked up there. So, uh, Jessica, thank you, uh, for, for making the time for taking the time. It certainly was, it was a pleasure getting to know you a bit more. And, uh, like I said, let keep us informed on how things are going with that race. And once it's, once something becomes official, uh, as far as signups and, and things like that, we'll be sure to blast it out, but, uh, really appreciate your time today and certainly wish you nothing but the best going forward.
0: Thanks a lot. Have a great day. Alright,
1: guys. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's episode of the show. I hope you enjoyed the conversation between Jessica and myself. And as always, I'd be curious to know what stood out to you from today's episode. What was something that we talked about today that kind of stuck out to you or or rubbed you the wrong way, or that you you, you know, shout amen at and, and really loved the the that point of the conversation? What was it? What was the big thing from today? it stood out to you for me it was something that we kind of glossed over a little bit and i didn't necessarily mean to but it just it's just kind of the way it happened um and there was jessica talking about you know how she's run various distances and kind of you know you run 26.2 miles and and she calls herself a marathoner and i think that that's great and i think that that's something that some of us and i i don't think that i'm guilty here but it's something that maybe i've i've been guilty by omission and thinking that you know if if you haven't Run a distance in a race, then it doesn't almost doesn't count. It's not the same thing, and that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You know, if if you've never, if you're very new to to running and you've never run a 10k before, and that first day that that your Garmin says 6.2 miles, by God, you've run a 10k. It may not have been a 10k race, you may not have run a 10k race, but you've you've gone 10k. You've gone 6.2 miles. Same thing for 10 miles, for half marathon, marathon, ultra, whatever it is. And I think that, that sometimes we can get tunnel vision maybe or get uh, get the blinders on about, you know, we've got to run these races. We've got to run these races. We're chasing the bling or we're looking for a Boston qualifier. Or we're trying to run a, a race in every state or province or country or, or continent or whatever it is. And yeah, there's, you know, there's something different about running a race, you know, a, a proper race and just going out by yourself and knocking out whatever distance. They're not the same, but they're not, but but if you do it, you did it, right? If you've run 26.2 miles, you've run a marathon. It may not have been an official time. You may not have a a bib. You may not have a medal afterwards. You may not have had a a start time and a finish time and aid stations and all that good stuff, but you've run a marathon. And like I said, I think that that sometimes I've been guilty of of not recognizing that. Um, And I don't think it's been conscious. I hope it hasn't been conscious, but that was just something that stuck out to me when Jessica was talking about running ultras and running a 50 miler and, and she just set out to do it herself and that that wasn't a 50 mile race but if she if she had been successful and when she ultimately will be successful whether it's on race day or not it doesn't mean that she hasn't run a 50 miler because she 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 will have done it right now she's run a 40 miler boom boom done um so what if it wasn't at a, at a proper race so what if there wasn't a race distance that was the whatever 50 40 miler she did the, the backyard 40 miler i've run several shits and giggles marathons where I just go out and run 26.2. Yeah, they're, they're not the same as lining up at the start line, but they still count in my tally when it comes to marathons I've run. Um, even if you can't look up the, the finishing time and things like that online, well, you probably could because they're probably on Strava or Garmin or whatever, so there's that. But uh, anyway, that was that was my takeaway. That was what stood out to me from today is that just because it's not a race doesn't mean it's not something that you can be proud of. doesn't mean it's not something that you can you can claim as your own, that you've done it. Um and, and I hope that you don't have the prejudice about it, that it has to be a race or it doesn't count again. There's certain times when it has to be official. If you're submitting a Boston time, it has to be at a race. If you're certain uh, submitting a proof of, of time, proof of, of pace for a Disney race for seating or corrals, or, you know, lots of other races do those types of things. Of course you have to run those at a race, but if you don't want to run a race, but you go out and knock out 26.2, you're a marathoner in my book. And that is, that is that, that is that. So, without any further ado that is my takeaway for today what was what was yours what stood out to you from this episode let me know shoot me a tweet at DizRuns. shoot me an email disruns at gmail.com and of course you can head over to the show notes for this episode and leave your thoughts and takeaways and comments and feedback there as well disruns.com slash 603 will get you to the show notes for today's episode Jessica's contact information and all that good stuff and everything we talked about today kind of a summary a synopsis is there ellen does a lot of hard work to get those things together for us so uh, go check it out once in a while see 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 what's there what, what, what the show notes have. Available for you. So with that, we'll go ahead and wrap a bow up on wrap a bow up. Put a bow up on this thing. Um, once again, disruns.com slash coaching if you're interested in finding out more about what I offer as a coach. If you have questions, things like that, let me know. Um, I'm not the kind of person that's gonna try to hard sell you. I'm gonna answer your question uh, and just give you the information that you need to to make a choice of whether investing in me or in any coach is something that you want to do. Because again, it's not something you need to do. So if you want to, let's talk. And if not, just keep running. Keep doing your thing. Keep enjoying yourself out there. And uh, until next time, please be well. Take good care. Uh, Happy running. Be safe out there. And uh, we'll talk soon. Take care, guys.